0: 29, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America for me. It's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe the gospel, salvation, don't go to hell. Back in the new office with Lord willing, good internet. I think I'm running good. Proverbs chapter 29, verse 1. He that being often reproved, harden, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. I want to speak to you today about hard necks and remedy. We're gonna go around the landscape, starting with politics, just to kind of touch base to my first original subject of this live stream, which was politics, our government, the corruption therein. And we're gonna tie it directly back to the Gospel of Jesus Christ because that's my methodology. So today, as we set the table, we're gonna be talking about all sorts of different things. But I just want to walk you through. I just want to walk you through. <laughs> hold on hold on give me give me a second um so the the idea that i want to get at is this idea of hard necks and remedy hard necks and remedy I want to cover around some of the, the programming ideas that our knowledge is based on, our thinking, the prism we see the world through, uh, the philosophies, the mantras, the coaching, the training, the programs, however you want to call it. Um, and I want to speak to that in a more blunt perspective, if I can, because I think that's what we're going to start, Lord willing, um, that's what I will start directing my attention to, to see how God's wisdom from the Bible is going to directly conflict and go against the worldly constructs of the day. And that if you're not using God's Bible, God's word to make every single thought, mantra, philosophy, cliche, trope, talking point, if you're not gonna make it obey, then that's where you get deceived. I wanna start with Diane Feinstein. Diane Feinstein was reported found dead yesterday. She's 90 years old, she's dead. Now this woman's fruit is disgusting, so I believe that she's in hell. I don't think that she knows Jesus. I don't think that she knew Jesus. She, well, she, she now knows Jesus. She now knows who Jesus is, but her fruit's bad. Lifelong career supporting uh, baby butchering in the womb. Uh, feminist, progressive, God-hater, um, just someone who has never turned to Christ, um, would probably talk about God, but not someone that actually bears fruit. Now, she's been the long-standing pillar of the California U.S. Senate for decades. She's a fixture. Speaks to the nepotistic, long-term, generation-spanning apparatus of our political elite. The people in government who know how to stay in power. And that's really the first idea, is those in power understand how to use power to preserve their power and stay in power. This, of course, goes against the Constitution because the Constitution speaks to people having their own rights. Government is of the people, by the people, for the people. So, Dianne Feinstein's longevity, I argue, is not because she was a great public servant, but because she was able to take that six-figure congressional salary and swap it into a decades-long, multi-million-dollar empire. She was literally being pushed into the Capitol building, could not walk. I get it. If you fall down, I got a bum ankle. My mom is in a wheelchair. I get that. But I don't think that she was being pushed into the capital because she had a hurt leg. I think it's because her legs weren't working, because she's old. And this speaks to the idea that if you're going to stay in power and not give it to the next generation, not let the next generation step up and start to take that, there's a lot of tension there. There's a lot of tension there. And I, I doubt, I doubt, hold on, put this from this perspective, Dianne Feinstein from California godless commie you mean to tell me she's the best godless commie that Californians would want in the US Senate that they wouldn't want someone who's a homosexual they wouldn't want someone who's a trans Whatever you mean to tell me that California legitimately chose Dianne Feinstein to represent them when she could not stand for herself. I Don't think that that's the issue. So I think that there's an issue underneath that. And that's really what I want to go to, is because Proverbs 29.1 says, He that being often reproved hardeneth his necks shall suddenly be destroyed, that without remedy. If you're doing wrong, and someone tells you that you're doing wrong, and you harden your neck, over time, you're not going to want to change. And if you don't want to change, there will be a destruction. That destruction won't have a remedy to stop, which means if your neck becomes so hard and you don't change after repeated demonstrations of wrongdoing and you don't change, then there ain't no solution to that. Your neck is broken. You're going to get crushed. Don't have AC in the room. That's why we're sweating. So you, you're going to have that type of stuff go on. And I don't think that this is all Diane Feinstein's part, I'm not putting it all on her, it's just, it's the whole idea. I want to go to this Biden impeachment, because the Biden impeachment inquiry, this is the Google News, there's all sorts of notions and and stories today about the Biden impeachment inquiry. It's starting. I believe that this is a distraction for people that are still on the plantation of the left and the right, the Democrats, the Republicans, the people who still think like, the 20th century politics is where we are right now. They don't understand the shift from COVID. They don't understand the, the, um, the maneuvers of the enemy, the globalists, the destruction of the communist um, ideas, Jesuit training, programming. They, uh, people don't have a mind for what the Bible says, to use the Bible to discern and identify what's wrong philosophically and spiritually. So they still go back to those tropes that they're comfortable with. And one of the tropes that they're comfortable with is when you start saying that you're going to impeach the president, people see the government as in charge. They see the president as the one in charge of all the government. So if you're impeaching the president, that's a really big deal. You know, it is a big deal, but it's not the big deal that people think that it is.
1: But because people think that
0: it is a big deal, the media writes about it as though it's a big deal and it's a reinforcing mechanism. People People are going going to be talking talking about about the impeachment. People People are going going to be talking about the budget shutdown, the government shutdown. Oh, no, the budget, the the committees with the legislation. Now, I want want good government. I want our Constitution Constitution to be defended. I want my rights uh, to be guarded, guarded, of course. And so so I'm still interested in this stuff. But But it bugs me whenever people talk about this and and they they don't don't speak about what the truth is. And that is what the law is, what the Constitution says. Because Because if if you understood understood the Constitution, Constitution, you would recognize that it is only for your rights that the Constitution exists. That's really the subtext. It presupposes people made in God's image having rights to be protected by all of government. Literally all of government only exists to defend rights. And the Constitution really just gives form to government to solve people's problems in order to facilitate the free use and disposition of people's freedoms and rights. Servants. Trash man, animal, you know, what's, what's it called? Animal catcher, dog catcher. So when we look at the impeachment of the president, we say, oh no, this guy's the most important thing. We don't actually look at the fact that, you know what, if you don't do the what the Constitution says, you should be gone like that. And if people understood that if you break and violate the Constitution or trespass someone's rights, you are gone like that. We don't have that foundation of fundamental law we don't have that reverence and fear of the lord to know that the strict observance of the trust indenture the constitution is what is the only job of the government to strictly obey the constitution
1: and so because we've given up that foundation
0: we now use remnants of that whispers of that the the um the dust bowl what's what's those things when they the the, 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 the The little things things on the western Western movies that that blow across across the the thing whenever you're in a desert. I can't think of tumbleweed. You think of the tumbleweed. It's it's like like the tumbleweed blowing across is evidence that there was once like a plant. There There was once something happening and it's just kind of there. So when people speak about impeachment... They're speaking about notions of the Constitution, but they don't really understand it. And because they don't understand it, they only speak to the sensational things that the media, training, lawyers, law schools, politicians at all have made into the most powerful parts. And so we're talking about the impeachment of Joe Biden, but you're not talking about the defense of life. You're, You're not, not talking about the defense, defense of liberty, the right to property. You're not, not talking about swift justice, justice, criminal prosecutions that demand a witness that, that, means, that means you had, had to be present to observe the event. event. We, we don't, don't think like that
1: because we have people telling us about, about
0: the, impeachment. Impeachment. Oh, the impeachment. Oh, the impeachment. All oh, the impeachment. Did you see the impeachment proceedings? Super dumb. Super dumb. Super dumb. dumb.
1: I want to invite you to to go ahead and and sign up up at PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren, PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. This is the win, win, win
0: option. The win, win, first win, is is you're taking taking your money that you're already spending. You already spend this money. You're taking the money you already spend and you switch it over to an American manufacturing company. Over 450 products delivered right to your door. That's the first win. The second win is that you're taking your money outside of the globalist system and you're putting it into American manufacturing. So you get price competitive, vertically integrated, direct deliver products to the door, the first win. The second win is you're depriving the godless commies of their sustenance, and supporting American manufacturing, American jobs. And the third win is that it is a good way to support me, my family, and the work that I do. Amen, God bless. Patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, Patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. If you sign up at now, go to war.com just today, I will be on a Zoom call, nowgotowar.com. I'll be on Zoom call later this evening. And the surprise guest is my wife. She will also be there. So if you want to talk to Katie on Zoom call, there you go, nowgotowar.com. God bless. Um, wanted to talk about the idea of Congress funding. So we've, we've gone from Dianne Feinstein. She needs to know the gospel. She ain't know the gospel. Her fruits are bad. But she's a long-standing pillar of the U.S. Senate. Now we went to the US, uh, the the impeachment of Joe Biden where the impeachment of the president is like the most powerful thing because we all think that the president is the biggest thing in the world. And it seems to be that the impeachment is the only remedy that we're looking at. We don't actually look at our rights. We don't actually look at securing the borders. We only wanna focus on, the traditional way of thinking only wants to focus on the impeachment. We just need to impeach Joe Biden. We need to impeach Joe Biden. Chip in now for my campaign at vote vote VoteRed.Win or whatever it's called. It's a big grift. It's an operation to obfuscate, to distract from the fundamental law. And as long as you are distracted from the fundamental law, you are fundamentally stupid. And so Americans being distracted because we've taken our eye off God, we don't have uh, our eyes on the jots and tittles of God's word. We're not reading the Bible. We're looking at these things and things don't make sense. But remember proverbs 29 1 he that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy while all of this greed graft corruption and otherwise subterfuge are happening the calls and reproofs the people pleading for their innocence their the justice defending of the rights for lawful conduct all of this stuff is increasing it's increasing it's It's increasing increasing. i I believe believe that there there are disinformation disinformation agents agents. i believe believe that that there there are are federal agents. agents designed to give disinformation. The disinformation are these paths to freedom that are always like, do this and fill out this thing and do the stuff with your thumbprint and the footprint and the birth certificate and on the water and all these. Read the freaking Constitution. Basics. Basics. Jesus said in Garden of Gethsemane, John 17, 17, Sanctify them by thy truth. Thy word is truth. Read the Bible to know what God says. Don't go to seminary. Don't read a commentary before you're reading the Bible. If you go to one of these man-made institutions and you start listening to not God talk to you about what God meant, then now you're giving the idea that not God has knowledge about who God is that God and his Bible is insufficient to talk to you about? If you had a heart for God, you would read his word and it would be illuminated by the Holy Spirit for your edification. That's how the Bible works. It's what the Bible says. The Holy Spirit gives us that meaning. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 8 through 11. And so whenever the the Holy Spirit tells us what the Bible says, it means that the Holy Spirit knows, the Bible knows, the Word knows our hearts. If our hearts are for God, we get God's wisdom. If our hearts are not for God, but we're wanting to cheat that by going to seminaries or reading commentaries or doing these other things, those things might be beneficial to get an an input and maybe like another person's perspective. And so I'm not against it principally from that perspective. If you want to hear what other people say, amen. But never, never substitute the foundation of God's word for what other people say or how other people give form to it. And that's probably the hardest thing for people to understand is that you can have the Bible. But if you have somebody's theology that has now been put on top of the Bible like a format, like a, like a cookie cutter form. As soon as you use that dude's cookie cutter, you're always going to get the Bible looking like the form of the cookie cutter that you used. You're always going to get the, the color of the lens that you're using to look at. The same thing, cross apply the same thing into the law, cross apply the same thing into the government. When you read the text of the Constitution, I don't need attorneys to tell me what it means. I don't need a judge or a court or case law. I don't need the Congress. I don't need anybody to tell me what it means. It's in plain English, and you can read the people who wrote it and what they believed whenever they wrote it. Why do you need to read some, uh, you know, author? Why do you need to read some historian telling you what it means? Why do you need a guy on the internet to say, this is what the Constitution means? You have the ability to do that. In fact, if you wanted to go ahead and go to commonlawpeople.com, commonlawpeople.com, I will give you the maxims of law. I'll give you John Locke. I'll give you seven videos totaling probably 10 hours worth of content laying out what the common law is, how to construct the notice, and what to do about it for free. That work is supported, of course, at the patriotswitch.com. patriotswitch.com. But commonlawpeople.com is a great free resource for people to use. And it's because of this construct that we get uh, motivated to listen to um, budget battles. Here you have Nancy Mace, the woman that was at the prayer breakfast a couple weeks back, talking about how she was um, denying her non-husband's want of sexual activity. Now this is uh, because she had to go to the prayer breakfast. She had to go to the prayer breakfast, so so she had to deny the sexual advances of her non-husband. But Representative Nancy... Oh, she's also a Never Trumper. Representative Nancy Mace says, The Senate this morning watching the House pass individual spending bills. And she's got John Travolta, a uh, dude from... Um, that's from Pulp Fiction. Where he's like, what's up? What's going on? Now, I like this because it's showing memology. Rand Paul responds. Uh, Jon Snow, there's a GIF where he says, What is this sorcery? And it's Jon Snow, the, uh, the character. The guy's name is Kit Harington. But Jon Snow is the character from Game of Thrones. Where the guy is um, in this GIF, he's like looking at a cell phone, and it's like it's supposed to be like a caveman looking at stuff he doesn't understand. It's funny. These people are communicating new ways of information. Memologists are—it's—it's—it's it's, it's effective communication because it rapidly communicates the idea. But I want—I want to examine something. If you put something in a meme, you're not actually speaking about the substance. You're not even actually speaking about the essence. It's a commentary on the substance. So if Nancy Mace is doing this commentary, showing um, you know individual spending bills, you know if she's doing individual spending bills. Now the joke here, clearly, if I got to explain this, is going to not be funny. But she's she's saying like, hey, it's it's kind of a rare thing for the House to do individual spending bills, and it is because these godless commies, the ones like uh, Diane Feinstein. Keep the sludge going. The gravy train's running. And as the gravy train's running, as the sludge is going, she looks at this and she's like, oh, hey, they're doing individual spending bills. Look at us. We're finally doing it. And thats it's funny. It makes sense. But they're not even actually looking at the individual spending bills. And it presupposes the individual spending bills will do what? Increase knowledge of constitutionalism? You, th- you think... The House comprised of representatives that, whereas a month ago, most of them were all about the big mega-opolis Cromnibus bills, continuing resolutions, you think those dudes went ahead and said, you know what, we're going to do individual spending bills and we'll put on our Constitution hats and count all the pennies and read all the words. And no lobbyist from any organization or no attorney from any godless communist Jesuit programming school will have an impact. Do you think that happened? Do you think that's actually the case? I don't. But whenever Nancy Mace, never Trump or whore, says that she's going to be, oh, look at this. It's the, the guy doing the thing with the individual bills. You're supposed to be like, yeah, look at us. It's a win that we're doing individual bills. And my point here is that the goalpost has been so far removed from good government according to the Constitution that whenever you see like bad government... Which is, you know, these big cromnibus continuing resolutions. You see the horrible government, and you're like, "Well, we can't stop it." But then, whenever someone's like, "Hey, let's do these individual bills," you're just like seal clap. You're like a, you're like a, like a seal on a rock, you know, just clapping, just clapping, just a seal clapping. And the idea is that by doing that, you don't even recognize how far you've come from the truth. You think you're winning. Because they're finally doing something that gives you a, an echo, a whiff of, of responsibility. And then whenever Rand Paul gets out there and he's doing the Jon Snow stuff, it's like, dude, your father was a champion. Yeah, like, the guy was ahead of his time. Uh, Ron Paul was ahead of his time. But using the Jon Snow stuff, it's like, I, I get it. I get the need for humor. I like it. I, I, I do like it. But it's like, look how far you've gone. And now I think that the use of humor and, and, you know, memes and gifs are going to start integrating humor and like how the society has changed with its view of government. See, with the boomers and the people before the boomers, they're wanting the Constitution. And now we don't even talk about that. Now we want, it seems society wants people that do memes and gifs and like, oh, look at this, clap back. And so we ain't even talking about we ain't even talking about what the law is. We ain't even talking about the Bible. We're not even talking about the foundation anymore. What we're talking about is, did you see that guy with the clapback? Yo, what's up, West side. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. Um, this, of course, is missing the fact that there are still godless commies pushing the shot. This is Mr. T. I pity the food. Hey everybody, this is Mr. T. I'm about to get my COVID vaccine booster shot. I'm in my sketches. Yes, I do everything in sketches. Yes, I get healthy in sketches. You heard me? Get your vaccination booster. Urgh. Looks like a slave. Now look watch a smile. It's like it's forced. course I wonder if he'll make it to Christmas but the idea is that these shots are dangerous they're bad I wouldn't take it your, your body's going to withstand it but here's, here's the idea to live is Christ to die is gain you are going to die Christians have lost the dominion over death from the linguistic perspective the philosophy comes from Satan in the garden ye shall not die ye shall be as gods you won't die that's the lie the lie is you won't die. There's Jaron's meme. The lie is that you won't die, so take your shot, you'll live longer. This is dumb. This is stupid. This is folly. And so because people don't want to talk about death, because they don't want to go to hell and they don't want to face an all you know an almighty, wrathful, vengeful God because of that, they're gonna believe these tropes. This idea take the shot to improve your health so you don't die is in direct contrast to the Bible. The Bible says that God gives us the plants and the herbs and the trees for our healing. And yet here you've got big pharmaceuticals paying out washed up celebrities doing their mantras. Like, I do my sketches. I do my sketches. Look at my... Right? Like you've got these types of constructs. And then, now I, I, I would like to believe there's not people so stupid that whenever that, eye, whenever that visual and that sound comes into their eyes, I would love to believe that they're not like, well, you know what? Mr. T gets it. I might as well get it. In fact, I would, like to, <laughs> I would like to see the people, and they come up to him, Hi, did you see the Mr. T vaccine uh, interview? Well, actually, yes, I did. And I was completely against my 15th booster, but until whenever I saw Mr. T and his Skechers do the you know, the bicep curl, I was like, man, I'm not going to do it. But then I saw Mr. T and the red Sketchers and the bicep curl, so I was like, I'm going to take that shot. I'm going to take that millionth shot in a row because of Mr. T and the Skechers. I'd like to see who that is. This is stupid. Because people don't want to die, they're going to create all sorts of ideas and give their weight to all sorts of ideas. But the kicker is Christians lose the power when we don't speak to the truth that you're going to die. There's the urgency for the gospel. There's the need to get right with Jesus because you are a sinner now. And if you don't know the king, he's going to crush you and chuck you in a big lake of fire whenever you do pass. Diane Feinstein, she didn't believe in Christ in this life. She definitely believes Christ is King now. It's too late though. And if Christians can't speak like that, that truth that is offensive, that's offensive. That truth that is offensive won't be uttered. And so you get busy and bogged down arguing the efficacy of vaccines, which I think is stupid and just like, you know, evidently dumb. I'm not going to take that thing. You mean 99.998% of people don't die from it? Yeah, no, I, I don't need that stuff. Get out of, get out of here. Well, you, you have, have a better, better chance of living. living. No, I don't. The, the mortality rate, rate on Earth is 100%. 100%. Except for... um Who is it? Um, Enoch and Elijah. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Those are the only two dudes that didn't die, uh, that I can tell. But... It's this idea that you're going, and because you're going to die, you shouldn't look for cures from not physically dying. You should look to the one cure, the one doctor, the one salvation, Christ, for spiritual life, new life to be born again, and then work for Him, live for Him, war for Him, build for Him here, right now, the rest of the time you got. Amen. But Mr. T's out there, and and this shot, these COVID stuff, It's making the comeback despite all this budget shortfall and the Biden impeachment inquiry and this Dianne Feinstein. All these things in politics are keeping your attention away from the cultural subtext. And you recognize that politics is now like the Republicans seem that they've got to win. Individual spending bills, the Biden impeachment inquiry. Well, that's all stuff from the past. The budget stuff is is the here and now, but the impeachment is for stuff years ago. You notice how these godless commies never talk about solutions and remedies for the here and the now? Well, they're still giving jabs and they're about to lock stuff down. Yeah, but did you know that we have an impeachment inquiry for Biden from text messages from 2017? Did you know that? That's huge. We're impeaching the president. Stupid. Dumb. Gay. The last thing I'll say is the remedy. Because this is the part. This is the solution. Where are we at? Let's go to my handy-dandy screen. Where's the screen? Here we go. Let me jihad this. The Declaration of Independence. Now remember, hold on, let me, let me get your eyes real fast. Uh, the, the Proverbs 29.1, He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy. If you are reproved, if someone tells you that you're doing wrong, if you are doing wrong... And you hear that you're being told that you're doing wrong. And you harden your neck, which means you stand up straighter. You stiffen your spine. Your pride increases when you're, when the knowledge of your deficiency is brought to you. Think of that. People are pointing out where you're doing wrong. And all you do is stiffen your neck and get stronger and just more prideful. Think of the heart. Think of the heart of that person. So Proverbs is speaking to someone that... He that being often reproved, by, uh, often reproved, hardeneth his neck, which tells you, and if you look at the fundamental principles of law, if we go to our maxims, if you go to Maxim 51, you can get this at common law people, 51Q, a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles and a firm adherence to justice, virtue, and original law are indispensably necessary to preserve the blessings of liberty and good government, which means a frequent recurrence to fundamental principles. So if the Bible is talking about he that being often reproved, reproved here is corrected. He that someone is always telling them you're doing wrong, do better. This is the truth. Don't do this. You're supposed to be doing this. People who hear that often correction and they harden their neck, what happens is there will be destruction, shall suddenly be destroyed. If you are frequently corrected, it means that you are frequently wrong. And if someone is frequently correcting you, it means that someone frequently knows that you're doing wrong. And if they take the time and the chance and the love and the grace to tell you that you're doing wrong, eventually they will just crush you. And that's what happened in 1776. That's what happened. And now I want to use our Declaration of Independence as the evidence whenever you look at it. We scroll down here. We talk about this. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. This is Thomas Jefferson submitting the facts to the king, King George. Look at this. He tells all the stuff that he's done. These are facts. These are all these his facts. Look at this. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judicial powers. Like he goes on and on and on for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent. He goes all this. For depriving us in many cases, the benefits of trial by jury. He's doing all these things. He's doing all these things. And then down here at the very bottom, what? They sign it. These are all the people that signed it. This is a, this is a divorce decree. This is an affidavit. The declaration was people saying, we're free. We're independent. That's, that's t- Proverbs 29.1. He, King George 3, that being often reproved, which is all the stuff that they're talking about. See, the declaration isn't the first time the founders were telling people stuff was wrong. It was the last time they told people, we're not going to tell you anymore. And then what did they do? He that being often reproved, hardeneth his neck, shall suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. They declared independence. And there will be people that will say, well, you know, the crown is still in charge of America. That's not what the Constitution says. Yeah, Jaron, but the 1871 Organic Act. Show me that in the Constitution, bro. Show me where anybody can bring into precedent that which is derogatory against the common law. You can't do it. And if my point, my whole point here is that the hard necks and the remedy, the remedy comes against hard necks when the truth is known and the foundations are firm. If the foundations aren't firm, if you're if you don't believe what the law is, and you're not giving reproof, you're not correcting the people in government, you're not telling them what they're supposed to be doing, you're not telling them where they're wrong, then you are not doing your job as part of God's remedy. God wants peace. He wants justice. When Jesus uh, rose from the grave and he says, all power in heaven and earth is given to me, go ye therefore and teach the nations. We're supposed to teach the nations the way Jesus taught. Jesus changed everything with the spoken word and his actions. He did crack the whip. He did not swing the sword. The sword was from his mouth, which means the words that God is speaking have the power to penetrate the heart, to change the heart, and to completely make someone who was a heart of stone into a heart of flesh and someone who was dead into spiritually alive. God's word has that power. That's what he does. If we don't say what he says, if we don't act like he wants us to act, we don't get the remedy. What I see is a lot of people complaining about how much stuff sucks. I see an entire industry built on the fact that we're going to tell you about our promo codes and how stuff sucks. There's never a remedy. And whenever you do get a whiff of something that's good, it's an echo, it's a shadow, it's a lesser form of what's true. We are getting individual spending bills. Okay, but you guys are like still collecting all my information. You're violating my property. The borders are wide open. You're butchering babies in the womb. You're doing horrible things. Yeah, well, why don't you just take the win? I'll take the win, but I want everything. You don't think like me. I'm not here for compromise. I'm not here for competition. I'm here for conquest. I'm here so that Christ is King and the world knows about it. My life is his, my efforts are his, my talent is his. My time, talent, opportunity, network, everything that I do is for Christ the King. So whenever you tell me, well, we got individual spending bills and that's a good thing. Yeah, amen. Let's get the whole thing. Let's make them all obey. Let's bring the bad actors to justice. Let's demand strict observance to the specific letter of the law. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? That's what I want. That's what, I, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm part of. That's what I want to do. Folks, believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. That is the only way that you go to heaven. My prayer is that Dianne Feinstein was different privately than what she presented publicly. I doubt it. But in my heart, I don't want anyone to go to hell because whenever I think about eternity being separated from God, I don't want any part of that. Thankfully, because of Jesus and because I trust him and I'm born again, which is his work and not mine, I will never be in hell. I will never go to hell. I have been sealed by the Holy Spirit. I'm washed in the blood of the lamb. And that's because whenever I heard the gospel presentation, God gave me grace such that I believed. I understand that Jesus died in my place for my sin and that if he did not I have no Savior from that I also know and understand that if you hear that gospel message and you deny it that's like Proverbs 29 1 he that is often reproved who hardeneth his heart shall fall to sudden destruction and there shall be no remedy if you deny Christ there, you know, God's grace is, is amazing. He is long-suffering. He is not forever suffering. Folks, the death, the burial, the resurrection is the gospel of Jesus Christ. You need to be born again. You need to be baptized. You need to understand that Christ is king and believe that. And understand that your faith and your works are the same thing. Not that you work to salvation. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if you say that you have faith and you do not do what Christ commands you to do, I doubt your faith. I doubt it. You must do what Christ tells you to do. And by doing what Christ tells you to do, you are showing faith. You are demonstrating faith. You are proving that you have faith. And I believe that there's a lot of American Christians who will snag themselves. They will, I should say, they will ensconce themselves on the throne of Free and cheap grace. And this free and cheap grace. Well, I can do this because I'm, you know, I'm a sinner and God's got me. Or Well, I don't have to do anything because Christ is good. And you're sitting here going, you are using a fillet knife of nuance a technicality a, 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 um, a dictionary very lawyer like definition honing in on grace to prevent you from dying to yourself picking up your cross and going to being slaughtered like a lamb for Christ's glory you are using that to not go to war with evil the powers and principalities you are using that to not give up what you think you deserve or what you think Christ has given you and as a result the world suffers the world suffers because Christians are not bold. The world suffers because the Christ that many Christians are bringing is this cheap, mutilated, non, um, non-king non perspective. Christ did die on the cross. He, did, he does love you. He, does, he did raise one time from the grave. It is a free gift offering. It is a free salvation offering. There's nothing you can do to earn it. You can't check the block to make sure that you're in. Christ teaches that if you actually believe him, you'll do what he says. So if you don't do what he says, then in Christ's book, you don't actually know who he is. And I want you to know who he is. I want everyone to know who he is to believe the gospel, friends. I appreciate your time. Lord willing, I'll be back on Monday. I got some J6 stuff to do. I got a couple other things to do. Uh, if the patriotswitch.com option is not for you, God bless. No hard feelings. No no hard push. Or. Let me, let me be an optimistic. If you've already signed up at the PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren link, which is in the description below, the win-win-win option, then you can, if you so choose, do any monthly amount or any one-time amount, give directly to me, and that is at the link below too. I appreciate your, your time. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your prayers. I'm sorry for the recent absences. We do have the internet up and going, uh, and I am going to start going around in 2024 uh, or for the 2024 stuff to talk to groups. We've been in what, five five states of the last week. So, um, interesting time. Anyway, God bless you. Appreciate your time. Uh, Lord. Bullen, be back Monday. I am Jaron Jackson. Don't quit. Don't quit. Never quit. Go to war.